Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. GOP traffic. Expect overcast skies here early this morning. There'll be a few spotty showers around the area and maybe a touch of fog. But temperatures, wow, on the milder side, 40 to 45 degrees. And pretty warm for your Saturday afternoon as temperatures rise to the lower and upper 60s across the area. Chance of additional showers 9 a.m. till 1 p.m. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Down a degree to 47 in our nation's capital, where the time now on WTLP is 159. Listening to WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. It's Saturday morning. Welcome to the weekend, everybody. We've made it February 10th, 2024. I'm Dean Blaine. Coming up locally, a man is dead, three others in the hospital after being shot in Northeast D.C., also in Prince George's County. Two men arrested in connection with shooting a toddler, but police say two more are still out there. I'm Matt Koufax. Will a former Maryland governor end up a future U.S. senator? A look at Larry Hogan's run. I'm Kate Ryan. The owner of the Caps and Wizards on trying to move the teams. Democracy sometimes isn't pretty. I'm Nick Ainelli. Wall Street in the mixed in Friday trading. Good morning, 2 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Aaron Rubin. A deadly plane crash near Naples, Florida. CBS Miami reporter Naja Sherman said the pilot attempted an emergency landing on Florida's I-75. We have been able to confirm that three people were able to escape that plane crash. We don't know the condition of those people at the time, but we do know that five people in total were on board that flight. We have also been able to confirm that two people died. The plane was coming from Columbus, Ohio. The White House is pushing back on the special counsel Robert Hur's assessment of President Biden's age and memory. CBS's Weijia Jiang says they're calling it politically motivated. In the report, Hur referred to Biden's memory at least nine times, that it was significantly limited and appeared hazy, that he had diminished faculties in advancing age and was a well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. I'm well-meaning, I'm an elderly man, and I know what the hell I'm doing. In a hastily called press conference Thursday night, the president was visibly frustrated and became emotional over hers mention that he could not remember when his son, Bo, died. How in the hell dare he raise that? CBS Evening News anchor and managing editor Nora O'Donnell tells us there was a whole lot of shaking going on Friday. The big island of Hawaii was rattled by a magnitude 5.7 earthquake. And about two hours later, the Los Angeles area was shaken by a magnitude 4.6 earthquake centered in the mountains north of Malibu. There are no serious reports of injuries or damage. A Texas couple won the football trip of a lifetime. Ken's TV's Rania Kaur reports it is what you think it is. Things like this don't happen to me, you know. With their bags packed and ready to go, Gabriel Valenzuela and his wife Teresa weren't planning to be at the airport, let alone flying to Vegas. Football at my house, uh, even when my kids were small, is basically just family time. Never did he think he'd be attending his first Super Bowl after entering a sweepstakes contest through his job. His wife Teresa is still in shock. I didn't believe him. I thought it was a joke. After all, they've never done Vegas like Super Bowl Vegas. Being in Vegas with so many people, just everything happening, Usher, Halftime, Reba, it's going to be amazing. 
The sweepstakes was conducted by the ConExpo ConAg trade show. And on Wall Street on Friday, the S&P closed above 5,000 for the first time. It extended a rally on solid earnings and economic data that have raised confidence that the U.S. economy can avert a recession. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career path with flexibility, great pay, and benefits? Go to Progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. WTOP at 203. It's Saturday morning. It's the weekend, everybody. We've made it. Welcome in. February 10th. Cloudy. Might see a spotty shower by daybreak. Veronica says the low should hold in the 40s. We're at 47 in Washington right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We thank you for taking us along for your 2 a.m. hour Saturday morning ride. Topping the stories we're following for you this morning on WTOP Saturday. Breaking this morning locally, a shooting in northeast D.C. leaves one man dead, three others injured. It happened just before 10 p.m. last night, Friday night in the Trinidad neighborhood off Rom Street. Officers then found one of the victims inside a building, they say, while another man was found outside. Police say this morning two other men were also shot and went to the hospital on their own. One of the victims died on the scene. The other three are right now, as far as we know, have non-life-threatening injuries, and they're seeking, they're getting medical treatment at this time. We have no lookout, and this is very early on, and this is very preliminary. I will say this, the people that did this have no respect for human life. That was 5th District Commander Sylvan Altieri. In other news this morning, two men are under arrest this hour in the shooting death of a little two-year-old boy just this week in Langley Park. We'll never forget these cases because children are not supposed to die. Police say 33-year-old Israel Fuentes and 28-year-old Johnny Tercios of Lewisdale are charged with first and second degree murder. Two-year-old Johnny Pucaceras and his mother were caught in the crossfire when Fuentes, Tercios, and two others got out of the car yesterday and started shooting at another group of people in the Langley Park area. But a baby is still dead and they still need to be held accountable. Assistant Chief Vernon Hale says they're still looking for two other people in the car, which was a stolen SUV, and they also want to talk to the group Fuentes, and the two other people were shooting at. It's unclear whether this was a beef between two groups of people, but Hale says the nature of this crime is particularly heinous. These are the cases we lose sleep over. In Prince George's County, Matt Koufax, WTOP News. Local police this weekend on Saturday morning say if you know something, they want to speak to you. They say community cooperation, they're stressing here, was instrumental in making these two arrests so far in the case. WTOP at 205. Talk politics on WTOP campaign 2024, a major political development locally in Maryland. Former two-term Republican Governor Larry Hogan makes it official. He one time mulled, you remember, mulled over the idea of running for the White House. He is now formally running as of this weekend for U.S. Senate. WTOP's Kate Ryan sets down this morning with an expert in Maryland politics who wrote a book about Larry Hogan to ask about this news. As a filing deadline loomed, former Maryland Governor Larry Hogan announced he's in. He's running for the seat being vacated by retiring Senator Ben Cardin. Was the decision by the Maryland Republican really that much of a surprise? It is a surprise. Malia Cromer, director of the Sarah T. Hughes Center for Politics 
at Goucher College. He has consistently stated over the last two years that he was not interested in running for the U.S. Senate. Politics and times change. So here we are. Hogan's a Republican who remained popular in solidly blue Maryland. He's going to have to contend with not just his own individual brand, but the brand of the Republican Party nationwide. But Crower said Hogan's a savvy politician who won two terms by accurately gauging what it would take to win. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Good morning. Welcome into WTOP. Glad you're with us this early morning. There are increasing numbers Saturday morning of Alexandria protesters taking bus trips to Richmond to push back on the new arena idea there, the one that is designed to be built at the Potomac Yard. So how does Ted Leonsis, the owner of the teams, feel about the approval process so far and where he stands this morning? I'm not a politician, and... And so I'm going to let the process carry out. That process involves getting approval from the Alexandria City Council and the Virginia General Assembly. Some Alexandria residents have been outspoken in their opposition to the arena plan. Responding to them, Ted Leonsis tells WTOP. It has become a little personally frustrating. Specifically, he says he feels that way when critics say the Potomac Yard Metro Station isn't big enough for arena crowds. Leonsis says those concerns can be addressed in part by expanding the station, adding elevators and escalators. You know, when something comes up to us, we say, well, tell us specifically what the problem is and let us address that specific problem. Nick Einelli, WTOP News. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. Saturday morning, February 10th. Welcome into WTOP. Thanks for starting your early morning with us. Time now is 2.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Good morning to Robert Workman with us this early hour in the WTOP Traffic Center. Good morning. Still have the overnight work zone going on in northeast along Kenilworth Avenue, DC 295. They're installing a new pedestrian overpass in the stretch between Burroughs Avenue and Eastern Avenue. And as a result, we're down to just one lane of traffic getting by each way at most. Occasionally, they stop all traffic for a few minutes at a time. Southbound delays coming off of the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, as well as Route 50. As you head down towards Eastern Avenue, you'll be shunted over to the right now, although they have moved those barrels around during the early morning hours, so... It'll be one lane maintained, but it may be a bit of a zigzag pattern. Northbound, traffic is being shunted over to the right, and some of them using the service roadway up towards Eastern Avenue. If they do that, you can go right through the light and get back onto uh, Eastern, onto uh, Kenilworth Avenue, just north of the district line as you head up into Chevrolet. New York Avenue is the primary alternate route. Had an accident reported on Route 1 near Wells Parkway, just north of 410 East-West Highway. Watch for emergency response there. Also uh, had a crash reported eastbound on Route 50 before 197. I still see some flashing lights out that way. Maybe a little bit of congestion as you head eastbound towards 197 in Bowie. No issues on the Beltway down towards the Woodrow Wilson Bridge. Virginia southbound on 95. Construction along the left side as you head south of Dale City down towards 234 in Dumfries. Northbound, your lanes are open across the Purple Heart Bridge at the Occoquan and up towards Springfield. Outer Loop ramp to westbound 66. Closed for construction until 5 a.m. Want to test an electric car? Plug in to fitsmall.com and find your electric ride today. Check out the Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or the Toyota BZ4X at fitsmall.com. That's the Fitzway. I'm Robert Workman, WTOP Traffic. A mild weekend with showers around the area. Next week, Monday and Tuesday, tracking bigger changes, another weather maker that will send temperatures back to winter. This morning, you're 40 to 45 degrees with a south wind, a little 
patchy uh, fog around the area and even a chance for some spotty showers up until 1 p.m. today. Later today, with mostly cloudy skies, temperatures will be in the lower to upper 60s across the area. And we've got another chance of rain, too, on Sunday, starting early about 7 to 8 a.m. and lasting till about 2 p.m. On the cooler side, with highs in the lower 50s, rain is on tap for Monday night and Tuesday, where there could be a few wet snowflakes mixing in. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Tens of thousands have started the year being laid off, with the tech industry alone cutting 32,000 positions. And managers are running out of ways to say, you're gone. At Spotify, back in December, they called the cuts right-sizing. Citigroup, back in November, described 20,000 layoffs as a, quote, simplified operating model. Meta calls them org changes. Harvard and Stanford Business School professors tell Bloomberg, managers need to be straightforward and stop using euphemisms. Meanwhile, more job cuts are on the way in tech. The top producer of Internet routers and other hardware is reportedly gearing up for mass layoffs. Cisco Systems, according to Reuters, has not yet settled on a number, but the cuts could be in the thousands and could be announced as soon as next week. On Wall Street, the S&P finished above 5,000 for the first time ever Friday as investors continue to bet on the resilient U.S. economy. Stocks closed mixed. The Dow fell 55 points, but the Nasdaq added 197. The S&P gained 20. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Erica Herskowitz on WTOP. You're with WTOP, Van Dean Lane. United Bank has a long history of safe, sound, and secure banking practices, providing customers in our region peace of mind for decades. This commitment earned United Bank the title of most trustworthy bank in America by Newsweek this year. With a responsive team, local decision-making, and personal service, United Bank is proud to be the community bank of the nation's capital and the most trustworthy bank in America. To learn more, visit bankwithunited.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Hi, we're the Goo Goo Dolls. We're fortunate that our daughters have what they need to grow and learn. But that isn't the case for nearly 13 million kids in the U.S. that struggle with hunger. Childhood hunger is a heartbreaking reality that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste and provides it to families and children in need. You can help kids in need in your community by visiting feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Federal guidelines have nearly doubled the number of Americans eligible for lung cancer screening. Insurance companies are required to cover these tests for those ages 50 to 80 who currently smoke or used to smoke. Along with new treatments, lung cancer screening saves lives. If you are 50 to 80 years old and smoke or used to smoke, talk to your doctor about lung cancer screening. For more information and to find a screening center near you, visit acr.org slash mylcs. That's acr.org slash mylcs. Traffic takes a turn for the worse. You'll hear about it first on WTOP. Northbound 95 has been shut down in Maryland. Traffic updates every 10 minutes on the 8s. I heard it on WTOP. WTOP News. Facts matter. This is WTOP News. these days know you are in a hurry to do your taxes and to get other stuff done and that's how they rip you off 
We've got a warning here at WTOP, a heads up for you this morning about tax scams. They can come in the form of a text message, an email, or even a phone call. People pretending to be the IRS stealing billions these days from people who are fooled into thinking they owe money. This morning, WTOP's Dimitri Soda speaks with security expert Adam Levin co-host of the What the Hack podcast for his take on all this. The IRS will contact you by snail mail. They will not contact you by email, text, or by phone if it's an initial reach out. Unfortunately, today you have to be careful also when you receive an email that says Internal Revenue Service because some of the hackers have gotten so good with the assistance of AI that they can create a document that looks like it's coming from the Internal Revenue Service, but it isn't actually coming from the IRS. It has the wrong address or it has the wrong phone number. So you really need to go to irs.gov and confirm everything and make sure that you are communicating with the IRS. But the IRS, they do not, on an initial reach out, threaten you in any way. They do not tell you that they have your spouse in custody and they are not gonna ask you for immediate payment by way of, for instance, an Apple gift card. People are busy, they're distracted. Anything that in any way reminds them of money due to the federal government, for instance, uh, sets them off in a state of panic. They get very nervous about it. It sounds like slow down, think about what you're doing, think about what is being asked of you, and if there are any red flags, you know, don't do it until you consult somebody. Well, the most important thing is is don't panic, and just because you see something on your caller ID that says Internal Revenue Service or the taxing authority of your state, don't necessarily believe it because it could be spoofed. There's some rules of the road that you should know. First of all, the IRS has a pilot program in a number of states now where people earning under a certain amount of money can file directly with the IRS for free. Second thing is the IRS is now issuing PIN codes to everyone, just like you have a PIN code for your debit card. In the old days, to get a PIN code, you had to be a victim of identity theft that the IRS confirmed. Today, everybody can get a PIN code. File your taxes as early as possible. Also, the IRS has an online account which you can set up in a matter of 10 or 15 minutes by going to irs.gov. And if you get there and and set up this account, Someone masquerading as you can't set up an IRS account because you've done it already. Also, don't ever use public Wi-Fi when you file your tax return online. Use a password-protected secure network and make sure that any device you use to file your return on is secure, has antivirus software. And then once you file your return, any information that you use to help you file your return, get it off your computer Put it on a separate thumb drive or a separate hard drive that is not connected to the Internet. Adam Levin, co-host of the What the Hack podcast on Skype with our Dimitri Soto. Quick look Saturday morning. The top stories this early hour we're following for you on WTLP. Two men are under arrest this morning in connection to the shooting death of a local two-year-old boy in Langley Park this week. Police say this morning and weekend they're looking for more suspects in that case. Former Maryland Republican Governor Larry Hogan jumping into the state's U.S. Senate race, we hear, and three people survived a fiery small plane crash 
On a Florida interstate on Friday, two people died. More in just minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. If you're new to WTOP, welcome. This is where you'll hear news that impacts you. We are hearing about an incident in Bethesda. A storm system is moving across northern Virginia. Two crashes on I-270 with two lanes blocked. Here's the latest expert advice on college admissions. A new drug for Alzheimer's is offering new hope. If you've been relying on WTOP News for years, thank you for being a loyal listener. WTOP News. Facts matter. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks on WTOP. New crash reported on the Beltway in Alexandria near Telegraph Road. Between Telegraph Road and Route 1, it appears. Watch for emergency response. I'm seeing plenty of flashing lights there. Looks like it's uh, going to be on the outer loop of the Beltway before you get to Route 1. On the uh, ride up 295 from the Woodrow Wilson Bridge through southeast, you're okay towards 695. Maybe a little congestion westbound on the southeast-southwest freeway near the exit for the 3rd Street Tunnel. That was what some folks are using to avoid northbound DC 295, which is slow from Burroughs Avenue up into the overnight work zone between there and Eastern Avenue that has things down to just one lane getting by in each direction. They're installing a new pedestrian overpass north of uh, Burroughs Avenue. So you're down to just one lane through there, and occasionally they do stop all traffic for a few minutes at a time. New York Avenue is your primary alternate. Crash on the eastbound lanes of Route 50 heading out towards 197 in Bowie has been moved over to the right shoulder, so no trouble spots there. Outer loop of the Beltway looks good. From College Park over through Silver Spring, 270 running without issue between 370 and the Lane Divide. On the ride through Tyson's Corner, 7123 and the Dulles Toll Road all look good. Uh, there is construction on the ramp from the outer loop of the Capitol Beltway to go west on 66. That ramp closed until 5 a.m. I'm Robert Workman, WTOP Traffic. It's our 11th warmest February. That is, it is our 11th warmest February to date. Well, now the second half of the month, looking like we're going to be cooling down again with temperatures at or below average. So enjoy the warmth here that'll last through the weekend. This morning, you're 40 to 45 degrees, a little patchy fog, and a chance of some showers until 1 p.m., some light scattered showers around the area. Dry for the afternoon with afternoon temperatures in the lower to upper 60s, and on Sunday, Sunday afternoon, a little cooler in the lower to mid-50s across the area. Your best chance of rain on Sunday is prior to 2 p.m. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Turns out a lot of us got scammed in the past year. I'm Neil Augenstein. You're with WTOP, Van Dean Lane. The success you've already had matters at University of Maryland Global Campus because we're a school for real life. And now you can save with no application fee through February 12th. At UMGC, you can earn up to 90 credits toward a bachelor's for prior learning and experience or transfer up to 12 credits toward a master's. Plus, we offer online and hybrid classes, all with the support you need from an accredited state university. Learn more at umgc.edu. Certified to operate by CHEV. As a mom, I want my kids' lives to be filled with joy and possibility. And I want that for every kid. That's why I support No Kid Hungry. They work in schools and communities to make sure every kid gets the healthy meals they need. Please join me in supporting No Kid Hungry for all kids. Thank you! 
February cold is ready to blitz, and I have your defense. This is Dave Johnson, and that's why you need my friends at Window Nation. Replace your windows now and save 50% off all window styles, plus zero down, zero interest, and no payments for 24 months. And speaking of now, Window Nation can install your new windows in one day or less, and Window Nation's windows come with a lifetime warranty. So go ahead, call 866-90-NATION, or visit windownation.com to schedule your free in-home estimate, and tell them Dave Johnson this is WTOP News. A man is injured following a shootout with police locally in Southeast D.C. We hear this morning. Police say it all happened apparently on Bangor Street just before 7 p.m. last night, Friday night. Officers were then patrolling the area, they say, as part of the department's Homicide Reduction Partnership Plan Operation, Thrive, as it's called. They say they approached a man they saw in the courtyard of an apartment complex, and the man ran off. Officers followed the man into an alley. The man fired multiple shots towards our officers. Our officers returned fire, striking the individual. Our officers immediately rendered medical attention to to the subject, who has since been transported to one of our local hospitals with non-life-threatening injuries. Thankfully, none of our officers were injured during this encounter. That's D.C. Police Chief Pamela Smith Saturday morning on WTLP. She says there will be an internal affairs investigation here, as well as a review of the case by the U.S. Attorney's Office. Stock transportation on WTOP heads up Saturday morning. If you do plan on taking Metro this weekend, the red line will be closed between Tacoma and Rhode Island Avenue stations for maintenance work. There will be no red line service at Fort Totten and Brooklyn. Free shuttle buses will replace those trains. The upper level green line platform will be open at Fort Totten, though. Trains will also, we're told, single track. Between McPherson Square and Smithsonian stations, that will impact the blue, orange, and silver lines. Plan ahead. How many people in one part of our region are falling prey to scams? New figures out this weekend show it is far, far too many. And WTOP's own Neil Augenstein has been investigating. He reports this Saturday morning it's costing them millions. Consumers in D.C. reported losing more than $13 million. That's 6,300 reports of fraud just in the last year, says Jay Mansfield of the Federal Trade Commission. The number one report that we received from folks in the district was identity theft. He says if someone contacts you and says they're with a government agency and that you need to make a payment with gift cards or cryptocurrency, that's always going to be a scam. The government doesn't reach out to you with an urgent request for money. We've got a link for you to report fraud to the FTC on our website. Neil Augenstein, WTLP News. To the world of entertainment this weekend, it just made its world premiere. Premiere actually at Sundance last month. Jay Frey is with us Saturday morning. WTLP Entertainment Editor Jason Fraley telling us the coming-of-age film titled Sun Coast is now streaming on Hulu. My brother was in hospice with Terry Schiavo in 2005 when I was 18, and he passed away there a few days after she did. And so it was based on that. But it's funny. <laughs> you don't have to dread watching it. Writer-director Laura Chin cast Woody Harrelson as a widowed activist who mentors Nico Parker as a Florida teen grieving her dying brother. You want to be a normal teenager. I got news for you. You're not normal, Doris. He's a perfect mentor. Nothing's too precious with him. The way Woody sees the world, his humor, the twinkle in his eye, especially in a role like this where it really could have been melodramatic. But instead, he's Woody Harrelson. He was who I envisioned when I was writing the script. Hear our full chat on my podcast, Beyond the Fame, Jason Fraley, WTOP News. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Sports at 25 and 55. 
Wizards played pretty well. They fought hard, but in the end, they were outscored 36-16 in the third quarter. That was a difference. Wiz fall at the very good Celtics. 133-129. Corey Kispert had 24 points to lead the way for the Wizards, who are now 9-42. They've lost five straight. Host Philadelphia back home on Saturday night. The commander's trying to fill out all those uh, coaching staff needs. And they